HBO's The Last of Us just dropped episode one, and we just finished watching it. But before we can do a full episode recap, let's hear from our sponsors. Yeah, man, we only got one. (laughs) This episode is brought to you by Command Creative Studios. Looking to jump into the podcast world and start making your own content? Command Creative Studios is your one-stop shop for professional podcasts. With a team of audio engineers, music composers, and graphic designers, Command Creative Studios can get your podcast sounding professional as well as looking professional with custom music and artwork that's designed for your creative vision. Command Creative Studios also offers editing, mixing, as well as uploading your content to all major podcast services. For more information, please visit commandcreativestudios.com. That's commandcreativestudios.com. All right. Woo. First episode in. That was good. That's a freaking movie, man. That was really good. 90 minutes. Yes. I mean, it flowed pretty well. It moved. Wow. Uh, I mean, I, I, you know, it's it's hard because, you know, we've played the video games. You kind of know some of the stuff that's going to unfold. Yeah. But it was going to be very interesting to see how um, HBO, the directors, the writers, were going to bring us into this world. And I really love how they started the whole thing. Yeah. I mean, for the most part, stay true to the car, uh, to the video game. Anybody who's played it pretty much knows where this is going to go, but they delivered all the stuff that I was hoping they were going to deliver. Yeah. They, they captured, you know, the, the power from the video game. And it's, it sounds kind of ridiculous for people that are listening to this that don't play video games, yeah. but that video game was done so well emotionally and was so character driven. Yeah. And, the only way this show is going to succeed is if they, you know, do exactly that. And they started off with a bang and, you know, started showing, you know, showed the relationship between father and daughter, between uh, Joel and Sarah. And Sarah. And it just went from there. And it did, su- it did such a good job. It's, it's hard to put into words, but I was, I was, I was blown away. I was so impressed. I'm I'm glad you brought up the the aspect of the video game because we can't assume everybody who's listening played the game or even played video games. But yeah. for people who are not in the video game loop, the thing that's made video games so popular over the last two decades, right, that's really expanded the media to hit record numbers in sales of video games is because video games have evolved to have in-depth and thought-provoking stories like yeah. like The Last of Us. It's it's a f- a, a giant leap from you know Mario, Super Mario jumping around and going through tubes to save yeah Princess Toadstool right. Well, you still get those video games that they, yeah I okay, mean but some of the big boy stuff is like I mean they're they're like movies yeah playing, it's like you're literally playing a movie yeah so I really appreciated that so to start this episode off they did like a soft opening right. Yeah, they, they have like a three guys in an ABC studio. It's an interview talking about you know for a second there, I thought they were talking about COVID. I thought it was a COVID COVID commercial because they're talking about diseases and pandemics and things like that. And one of the doctors who is, if you, he's kind of, when you see him, it's kind of, you're like, I I know him from something. He's actually from The Mummy. He was like the brother in The Mummy, um, John Hanna. He plays a character called Dr. Neiman. Yeah. 
so he's basically he breaks down a scenario eerily you know and kind of scary as he's developing this you see the host's face kind of changing the host is actually well they're first making their they're making fun of him yeah, in a way like yeah, yeah, fungus, yeah. fungus fungus like he's what, are you, about what fungus. are you talking about and they you know what kind of LSD are you on? Where are you getting yeah. your drugs? Making those yeah. comments to him. But... The host is Big Head from Silicon Valley. Yeah. You know, I, I haven't seen him in a little while. But I don't think I've seen him in anything yeah. except Silicon Valley. Yeah, I haven't seen him in, yeah. So, but he, he, so, but like you said, they're making fun of him. But as he kind of is laying down this scenario where the, the, the climate of the earth increases and fungus, fungi are now mutating where they can inhabit a human body because the issue was, he was explaining in the human body as a host, um, our, our t- internal temperature is too hot for a fungus to survive in. Right. But as the world's t- global temperature increases a couple of you know degrees here or there, they're able to sur- they're, they're going to adapt. Mut- they'll mutate and adapt. Yeah. And and that kind of makes everybody scared because you know there's nothing you could do to combat a mushroom or a, a, a fungus really, right? In, I mean, this I, kind I'll of take your word for it. That's <laughs> well, the, not mine. The way he explained it, you know, like the way right. he, he explained how it could spread quickly, how it takes over your the host, keeps the host alive, right. manipulates the host like a puppet master was his analogy kind of situation. It's yeah. like, it's like, and, and this is eerily because recently Netflix had a whole run of things on mushrooms like a really? fungi yeah and i kind of watched a couple episodes you know and you know it's it, it, fungus or something that i think we all are really underestimating <laughs> after watching some of that stuff on 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 netflix and obviously that's his whole point right so after this you know you get the intro and i thought the intro music and scene they did it kind of like a game of thrones kind of thing where right. it's like a zoom in and panning out and in and it's basically a fungus that's spreading yeah and and it's manipulating um like a map it, you see it's like the united states and then it spreads across right you know it shows you like some of the fungus grows into like a, a, a skyscrapers it's it's really cool and great sound in there um i know you're a sound guy i thought the music was Really great. The music is great. Um, They're using the, I believe they're using the same composer from uh, the video game. Oh yeah. Um, I can see them doing that. I mean, because the, the writer is our, our, and the the director is Craig Mazin, who's also a writer. And the other main writer is Neil Druckmann, who actually created the video game. So you can see a lot of those elements carrying over. Well, it's interesting um, because a lot of times and then, you know, Film, TV, you know, when they adapt something like a comic book or even a video game, yeah. um, they never really stay true to the story. A lot yeah. of times they got to like pull elements from different, you know, things that are, they try to think what the audience is going to like more. And uh, I'm glad that they're staying true to the actual source material. Yeah. And because, I mean, I, I can't overstate this enough. The, the Last of Us franchise, anything that Naughty Dog does actually yeah. is so well done. It's so well written, um, so well produced. And, it just makes me excited that watching this first episode that that it's I felt like I was playing the game. Yeah. And it's a weird feeling to actually There's some of the scenes they recreated exactly like the game. Yeah, there was a lot of stuff that was, that was recreated exactly. But it's just it's I don't think I've ever felt that way watching an adaptation. Yeah. But the word, good yeah, way yeah, to say yeah. that an adaptation yeah. Yeah. of yeah. a video game into yeah. a television show or a movie. Yeah. And I was satisfied with it. Yeah. Is that I don't know if it's just a weird thing like it's just yeah, because most of the time when we see stuff like that, even in 
movies like the the Marvel Cinematic Universe, they they take their you know um, interpretation of things and they tweak it a little bit. And sometimes right. people are happy about it, sometimes they're not. Um, like I'm thinking like a video game like um, Resident Evil, right? Zombies as well. Right. The movies kind of kind of went off completely on their own kind of path compared to the game there were certain things and characters of course that you carry over but it wasn't like true to it wasn't like you were watching the live action of the actual game where this looks like that's what they're starting off so after we see that nice intro um hbo always does a great job with that kind of stuff i mean i guess they tell whoever's making their shows you got to have great intros because their intros are phenomenal right and everything they do you see a main cat one of the you know main characters of the episode we open with sarah in her room waking up yeah right and uh, right off the bat you realize that she is more than just a daughter to joel um the our main our protagonist in this story because he's best like, friend she wakes him up yeah <laughs> like like yeah. alarm it's time to get up usually it's the other way around right the right. parents waking up the kid but obviously she's waking him up she, you get cut quickly she's making breakfast for him um so you could see like you know it's a teenage girl but she's obviously um more responsible than your typical teenage girl and she's actually um joel is as much con- um dependent upon her as as he is to she is to, because yeah. you know father daughter's comparison but she's doing a lot right right off the bat right. you can already see that we find out it's joel's birthday yep. september 2003 sure. right 36 years old 36 years old they're having breakfast she's still a kid he, he finds like a shell in there i noticed that you know in the yeah. eggs but you know she made she made him a good breakfast a birthday breakfast and they're waiting for um joel's brother to come pick him up for work and right. i guess she it's it's hard for a child to plan an adult's birthday party right a birthday right so she's obviously trying to create a a great birthday atmosphere for him for the day but he's he's focused on work and 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 i guess getting a job done during construction in 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 this right so he she's trying to like lay out can can you get a cake because obviously she can't do this kind of stuff on her own usually a spouse would help the child create the birthday for the father, right? Right. But, but obviously it, she can't. But yeah, but it's also yeah, it's 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 just, you know, father daughter. Yeah. All they have is each other, it seems like in the house yeah. at least. I mean, obviously, you know, brother Tommy comes in and out and stuff, but yeah. they definitely rely on each other to kind of get through yeah. the day and they have like this chemistry about themselves and yeah. you know, they have a routine. Yeah. And it's just yeah, I don't know where we're going. That but they just have a routine. No, you can see <laughs> right off the bat that their relationship is very is very solid because yeah. they're cracking jokes at each other. It's 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 a great re- father daughter relationship where you can see they're they're you know they're breaking each other's balls <laughs> if you want to yeah quote unquote yeah. right. They have a, a great rapport. That's 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 better. They have a great rapport as a father daughter, right? Yeah. So we're introduced to Tommy, the, the 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 brother, and as they're driving off to go to work, or even before they drive off to work, you you um. The neighbors are kind of like asking why Sarah hasn't come around more often. These are older. Um, it yeah. looks like an older couple and, and their mother. Um, I guess the the wife wants likes to spend time with Sarah, but she reluctantly, reluctantly doesn't want to go kind of thing or spend too much time because, I mean, she's a teenager. Why yeah, does she, she want to hang yeah, out with the neighbor, with, yeah. older uh, neighbors? Yeah. And Joel kind of like... Is has humorously having fun with the fact that he's wants her to spend yeah. more time there. Well, right? yeah, he knows that she doesn't want to go, yeah. so he's just kind of like you know messing with her, saying, yep. "Oh yeah, I I can't make it. I got to go to work." But yeah. you know what? My 
you know, Sarah really wants to go over there. So she'll, she'll be there. <laughs> to spend as much time as she wants. To spend as much Again, time. Again, show you that cool dynamic that they have, uh, yeah. you know, father-daughter. Yeah. And as as they're driving away, Tommy comes picking over in the pickup. You see Tommy has a, a bumper sticker that says, you know, he was former, you know, military, obviously. Yeah, right? yeah. So obviously you, you, he can take care of himself and definitely you'll find out that Joel can too. Yeah. But even before, I totally missed this part. She goes upstairs before they even leave and she pulls out, she goes into Joel's room, pulls out a watch, looks at the watch that he probably wears obviously he doesn't wear it it was in a draw he she pulls some money out there you think she's stealing the money and the watch for something right yeah um turns out that she wanted to get the watch fixed for him for yeah. his birthday and she yeah. uses his money to do it but then <laughs> you know later on she does tell him hey you know i here's this present i gave it i yeah. got this done for you i knew you wouldn't do it so i did it for you he asks her where she got the money <laughs> it's like well i i used your money but yep. you know, I I could have I could have stole sixty bucks. I only used twenty. I yep. put the change back. We're all good. Yeah, yeah. It's the thought that counts. She says it's the thought that counts. And, and during this whole process of her at school, leaving school, taking the bus, you see things happening in the background that yeah. something's going on, right? Yeah. Um, there was a scene. She's in class and she notices like a light flickering on her desk, and you see one of the students' hand is twitching, right? Very subtly, hand is twitching. Oh, I didn't pick that up. Right? That had something to do. I just thought that, yeah, she, that the reflection was just kind of messing with her. No, no, no. His hand's twitching. He's, oh, I didn't he's see that. Contaminated. Look he's contaminated. He's, he's, he's cooking. Right? So, one point for so that's Max. The, yeah, <laughs> that, that's, that's the first little inkling of something's not right, right? His right. hand is twitching really odd. Then she goes to the watch place to fix it. And, you know, she's talking to the watchmaker. And the watchmaker like turns his back to go do something, and then you see a cop car, two cop cars speed by, then a fire truck, and then SWAT. SWAT, yeah. When you see SWAT, it's never a good thing. Yeah, and then the guy's, I think, wife or daughter, yeah, probably. Um, yeah, yeah she wife. comes out freaking. Uh, she comes freaking out, saying, "Hey, you got to leave. We're closing the shop down." He's, you know, what are you talking about? We're supposed to be open until seven o'clock. Yeah. You know, says sorry, got to go, and then kicks kicks Sarah out. She gets the watch. She gets kicked out, and then she does tell her to go home. She tells her to sure go, home, go home. But you think for that second she would just ask her, like, "Hey, what's going on? What's what's the problem? Like, why? Yeah. What what? You know, why are you kicking me out right now?" Yeah. Doesn't say a word. She's kind of like, oh, "All right, I'll leave." That kind of bothered me a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she does go home. Yeah. Um, she she at this point, all this stuff, by the way, is yeah. not as far as I remember. I haven't played the video game in, in a couple of years. Yeah. I don't. All this stuff is not in the video game. Well, one of the things that they said was they anything that love. they add, they're expanding. No, I love on that. The thing, you know, I so love it. giving you a little more in depth and background to I love combine it. Yeah. the main story, which yeah. is great. It, I don't call it filler, but it's valuable filler because it bring, it creates yeah. the the universe that we're in. Right, it's more information that you can gather to get more emotional to exactly shit that happens later on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so now she she goes she goes back home and she goes to the neighbor's place to make cookies or whatnot and raisin cookies ra oatmeal, if they're oatmeal, oatmeal raisin, raisin cookies okay completely off tangent for me oatmeal raisin for me is still top three with chocolate chip and oreos those are my three go-to i know a lot of people don't like oatmeal raisin but there's something about them especially right out of the oven around christmas i'm good with oatmeal raisin i don't know man you're giving me this look right now <laughs> i just want you to just remember this conversation so when your next birthday comes up <laughs> what you're gonna get hey i'm, I'm all for it all right. so now 
while they're baking this, she goes out to, I guess, their living room to, um, she's looking at these old DVDs right. and the grandmother's in the background. The grandmother is obviously very sickly. She's just in a chair. She doesn't really move or react to anything much. It looks like she, like, yeah, it looks like she kind of might, might, might have a little bit of dementia going on. Probably, yeah. Right. And we saw her, saw, them, saw her earlier in that morning there. And all of a sudden, without her noticing, the grandmother starts to twitch now, right? She's twitching around and, and Sarah is oblivious to it because um, um, the wife, um, the Adler's wife calls uh, her to come help her in the kitchen. So she goes into the kitchen, asks to borrow a DVD, packs up the stuff and she leaves. Now, as she's leaving, the, their dog is standing there staring at the grandmother. Like yeah, weirdly staring at her like, what the hell's going on, right? And, and what do we know about dogs, Max? Listen, animals, man, they are always the first to know crap is going down. Yep. If 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 you have a dog at home and he's barking outside in the backyard, something's back there, something's happening. Most of the time, it's a squirrel. It could be a squirrel, yeah. It's man, a gopher. It's still something happening. It's, a, it's some kind of a cat. Yeah. Take a quick look. It could be a zombie. Yeah, you never know. <laughs> you never know. But- Animals always know, right? If an animal's going one direction, running fast, go go with them because right. something's going down, right? So, uh, of course, Sarah's oblivious to all this. She just walks out. But as she's walking out, you see like a military flyover, you know, some some fighter jets are flying over. I mean, again, red flags pinging up all, all, over, the, all over the place, right? Yeah. Something's going down. Now she goes home and she has the news on and you can hear in the background they're talking about stuff happening in the city, this, that, and the third. But right. she's obviously not paying attention. She's a teenager. She, she, it's like she, she's doing it some of the work to find out what's going on, but, you know, it, it's still going, it's go passing her. Yeah, she's in her mind. She's not, yeah. Yeah. Now, um, Joe comes home. You know, he's obviously extremely late. She mentions that because I think he said she was going to be home I forgot he's what supposed time. to be home at nine o'clock. He's also supposed to bring home his own birthday cake. His own birthday cake. Uh, that doesn't happen. Shows up at ten. Um, she presents him the watch. Yeah. Gives him the whole story about the money. Yep. They decided, or she borrowed a movie or DVD from the neighbor. Yeah. They're going to watch that. I wish I saw what what um. It's what a made up TV. movie. It, I, it it's, is. It's a made up movie. I can't remember the name of it. It's, we'll it we'll pull it up on the the re the in depth the yeah. episode on Wednesday. We'll yeah. look into that more in depth. But yeah. Yeah, so they they sit there, they watch the movie, she falls asleep. Joel gets a phone call from the brother. Oh, yeah. I'm in jail again. <laughs> you got to come get me. It's Friday. I don't want to be here all weekend. So he bails. While she's sleeping, he puts her in the bed, and yeah. then he leaves, and then she wakes up. What time was it? I think you saw it on the clock. It was like 2, uh, I think two it was, in the morning? It was like 2.15 or something like that. Yeah. She wakes up. There's, there's lights everywhere. Yeah, helicopters, stuff flying around, lights flashing. She goes. She's looking for her dad. She doesn't... He doesn't even tell her that she, that he's leaving. He doesn't wake her up to say, hey, I'm leaving. Yeah. So she wakes up in a totally different space than when she fell asleep and her dad's missing. So yeah. right off the bat, you start freak she starts freaking out. She yeah. goes downstairs. She's looking for him, turns the TV on. You have the- Emergency uh, broadcast. Emergency broadcast service. system. It's finally working. Yep. You know, I, I told you the story at, during 9-11. Uh, everybody wanted to know why that didn't work. You know, this time it's working. And right. At least in this world, it's working. So we we got that, and then all of a sudden the dog yeah the dog scratches on the door. Yep, right? dog shows up. Uh, obviously, she the dog goes to somebody she, she knows, right? Yeah, she's now trying to bring the dog back into the Adler's home, the neighbor's home, and the dog wants nothing to do with well, what's going on. Well, not only there. that, the door is open. Yeah, and the it's there. 
it's once again, like, I know I have this whole thing. I've had this conversation with you. Yeah. Things happen in movies and TV shows that I feel that would not happen in, in reality. Not with my kids. You're trying to drag a dog in there yeah. while all this stuff's happening outside. And then she also finds blood when she walks in. Oh, that's when, you, that's when you turn around. You go back home. You yeah. don't continue on the journey yeah. to find out what's happening. Yeah, this isn't a horror movie where, you know, you're, you're looking to see who's in there. Is it Michael Myers, Jason, or Freddy Krueger? You know what I mean? Right. Like, blood on the floor. The, Wait, like, go, how do, how do you say Freddy Krueger? Freddy Krueger? You said Cougar. Cougar? Like John Fre Cougar Melody. Freddy Cougar? <laughs> <laughs> Cougar. Uh, Freddy Krueger. Krueger. K. What is it? K or Greg? C. It's yeah, a K. Anyways, so she goes inside. She she stumbles across in the kitchen. Yeah, she stumbles across the Mr. Adler. Yeah, and he's freaked out or bleeding. Yeah, he's, he's like ble bleeding. He he's got... bleeding out. He's looking towards the other part of the kitchen, yeah. and then that's where she sees she pan the camera pans over, and then you yeah. see the dementia grandma. Grandma, and this is the first time you actually get to see the the fungus transformation. Yes, she's got, and it was done it's pretty out well. Of, yes, yeah, it's awesome. It, it looks like this fungus coming out of the mouth. Just and eat so feeding. Yeah. So normally in a zombie apocalyptic movie yeah. or TV show, yeah. you it's a bite, yep. scratch, blood transfer, but this time we're transferring with just fungus oh, it was into gross. the next yeah. Like it, uh, that, it was pretty freaky. That that, that intro, I, I forgot to mention, like watching that intro, like I was getting goosebumps, I was getting chills. Yeah. It for me, it was like scratching a chalkboard with your nails like watching that fungus stuff like that fungus stuff just gets to me this 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 whole show is gonna irk me just like the game because fungus and stuff like that just like just talking about it i'm you can see i'm twitching over here right so the grandmother really freaked me out right off the bat yeah so it, now she kind of gets the red alert like get the hell out of here yeah it took all of that for her to get that red alert to yeah get the because the grandmother's now chasing her right yeah <laughs> grandmother's chasing her and perfect timing she gets outside and boom joel and tommy, tommy come yeah. right and right off like this is the beginning of the moral dilemmas that start like tommy has his rifle pointed at grandma grandma's running towards towards him and tommy asks joel what am i doing am i putting her down or, or or what? Like, because he's like hesitating. I mean, it's Granny. Yeah. You're gonna shoot her? Yeah. You know, right? So that's a tough call. And yeah. being a soldier, you know, maybe I don't want to get into these in depth stuff because it's stuff we should be doing on Wednesday. But you know, soldiers they they take orders, right? They don't want to do things on on the cuff off them by themselves, right? That that's how people get hurt, right? So he he's asking his older brother, "Give me the order to drop this lady or or what?" And 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 Joel kind of freezes up. He has a wrench in his hand and he smacks the hell out of her. Yeah, he's got a pipe wrench in his yeah. hand. He, he I don't I didn't I don't remember him freezing up. I remember I just he didn't know I, what he was doing. I for think a quick he sees, I think he sees red. Right off the bat, if his daughter's getting messed with, and he, and then obviously we don't know what they've seen from their yeah. journey from picking up Tommy yep, yep. to all of a sudden getting to back to the house. So Good they point, they yeah. already know shit's going down. Yep. So they see a crazy, you know, let's just say woman who should have dementia who's like <laughs> running up at, her, yeah. at his daughter. First thing he's thinking of, I need to take this lady out. Let's get the girl. Let's jump in the truck. Let's get the f out of here. Yeah. After he hits her, he gives her a, a, a quick stare. I mean. Yeah, I mean, that, I wouldn't know what's what's in his mind. We'll talk well, about that. Well, he knows her. Next, he knows uh, the family. They've grown yeah, up there. Like they've lived next to each other for a certain amount of years. So yeah. it's probably, I'm assuming, the first time he's had to kill anybody that he's, yeah, maybe maybe even kill anybody. But if kill he has anybody. killed people, maybe he was in the army and stuff like that, which we find out all that stuff later. Yeah. Um, 
maybe it's the first time he had to kill someone that he knew and he cared about. Yeah, 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 yeah. for sure. So now, any, if we learn anything from Brad Pitt and World War Z, if you stay, you die, you got to move. So yeah, they're yeah. they're now ripping around the cul-de-sac. Yeah. And he, they're leaving, but he's telling every all the neighbors, get inside and, you know. Well, they're not in their car. They got a car. <laughs> they're good to go. Yeah. And the whole, the whole rest of the, or like their traveling moment in the truck, the dilemmas that they have yeah. going, you know, they pass a couple with a, with, kid. with a kid on the side of the road, and Tommy wants to stop. He's, he starts to slow down, and Joel's yeah. like, no, you keep going, you keep going, you keep going. They got a kid. I don't care. We got to go. Yeah, we, we got, got a kid. kid. We got a kid. Yeah. We got to go. So he's thinking his number one priority is his daughter. Forget everybody Flight. else. Time Just go. go. Yeah. And you got you to gotta respect that. You do. Yeah. I mean, you got to take care of your own, as people would say, right? So they're, Yeah, they're, especially when- Dude, fungus is coming out of people's mouths. And people are-, are, are <laughs> You are, are, take care of yourself. It's chaotic, right? He's, they're driving through town. You see people like crashing, running, um, attacking each other. Let, let's talk about that, that whole stuff right there. It was, um, it was done fantastic. Oh, yeah. It was fantastic. The whole scene with- which You see her, uh, her perspective a lot. Which actually this whole episode, I think, is in her perspective. The first thirty minutes, sure. But you see her like what she sees in the back seat, looking in between, uh, yeah. looking in between Tommy and Joel. Yeah, and that is actually that is also from the video game. That yep. happens a lot, and you get to see like all like everything, you know, that Unfolding, could possibly yeah. go wrong happen in this car ride. Yeah, there's planes falling oh, out of the crazy. sky. Epic. It yeah. fell and just, exp it was like a, a, a missile, right. it was like a bomb, and it obviously took the car, like, blasted the car out of the way, right. everything. But before that, though, um, and I meant to talk about this before, is the crowds of people in the street, right? Yeah. Tommy's slowing down, doesn't want to hit anybody, yeah. eat, but Joel's like, no, you just, just got to go. You got to go, get yeah. out of here. Yeah. You got to go, yeah. you got to get out of here. Um, so I'm leaving that in. You know what? I'm not even gonna cut that out. You get everyone gets to deserve to hear your watch. <laughs> that was that was Siri wanted to interject, right? <laughs> right. Well, hold on. She has her she has her own point of view. Yeah. But that what's in I, I can't remember like later on down the road, but I would think Joel would re, Joel would remember that. Yeah. The fact that he just wanted to go get out of there. Tommy, you know, wants yeah. to stay like he's he's still thinking of other people. He's not thinking yeah. of himself. He's not thinking of his niece. He's not thinking of his brother. And Joel is All, thinking like, about his daughter right now. Yeah, just I mean, like I got to get out of here. Yeah, that might be unfair. He is thinking about them, but he's also trying to think of other people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. So now the 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 car flips, crash off of a plane, literally crashing down. Right. Yeah. And um, Sarah hurt her leg, and then out of nowhere like a, a a vehicle crashes into the van the right. the, the truck and they're kind of like pinned yeah. between like a building and tommy's on one side and joel and sarah on the other side and, and, he's, and he's carrying sarah he's carrying yeah. sarah and they they have a plan to let's meet by the river okay because they they can't they can't get through to each other because they're they're kind of like in an alley right joel and, and sarah in an alley did you think it was a little weird though when the when the car when they got out of the vehicle and then mm -hmm. the other car crashes into the car and joel's yelling tommy 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 doesn't say anything he's just kind of trying to look through the fire yeah he's not even yelling to joel that hey i'm okay i'm over maybe here maybe you couldn't hear I, that's how that because that, you know there's a lot of noise sure. there's fire kindling i think he couldn't he couldn't hear him and that's when they kind of walked into like line of yeah. sight i'm being and nitpicky maybe like, no it's, i'm being okay. nitpicky i know you could have saved it for wednesday but yeah. i'm being nitpicky. Okay. just move on move on <laughs> so now fast forward so now they're Joel is is carrying Sarah 
through an alley and he, he, he for I don't know why he stops to look at like somebody basically eating somebody else, right? And the dude pops up and starts to chase them. And it's a it's a a a, a chase through like a diner. Was that a diner? A it was diner, a diner, right? yeah. Uh, through a diner and it was like a 70s diner a 70s yeah. diner maybe it was uh what's that johnny rockets, johnny johnny rockets, <laughs> rockets maybe right so and he's I, running and i bet you all those little mini jukeboxes don't work none of them <laughs> he's running through the johnny rockets and now he's in the back of the johnny rockets like running out towards the river yeah and um the zombie is like right on their tail and he gets shot so right now you're thinking oh tommy saved the freaking day yeah but it's not tommy no. it's a military um it's a soldier. It's a soldier with a with a with a gas mask on. Yeah. And he 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 calls into, you know, his his commanding officer. I have two civilians here. They're not infected. Daughter, so the girl has a bad ankle. Right. And well, you no, know, he doesn't know that they're not infected. He, all, he, all he, they keep saying that and he says that to them. He says that in the call. Does he? Yeah, I he think says, he, no, I think he, all he does is mention that the that she has a hurt ankle. I don't think he actually says they're not infected. When we because do the rewatch, no they, we'll find out. There's for sure. no way they can know. Yeah, they can't know. They can't yeah. know. Yeah. Well, yeah. They, we'll see. When we do the rewatch, we'll, we'll see if what what exactly, and oh, we'll yeah. break that down. We'll right? see. We'll and see, then maybe right? I'll get a point. Yeah, you'll get the point on that one. Okay, go. <laughs> so now, so now, um, he's he's obviously he's having a conversation that we're not privy to. Um, he's just you just hear his response. You don't hear what his commanding officer is saying, and he's like, "Are you sure?" Okay, okay. And now all of a sudden he puts points the gun at them both. Yeah. Right? So obviously he got the we don't know if they're infected yeah. or not. Just take you gotta execute them. You got for the greater good, you gotta take them out. So not to go too deep in here, this is the first sign that this government regime is gonna be pretty, pretty, pretty rough, right? That they're willing to not even check to see if anybody is um infected, just take them out. Yeah. That's the first little the first little inkling that this, you know, government is is kind of hardcore, right? Yeah, um, I mean, before we even get into that, we right? can go into that more years debate later. later. Yeah, but you know, at some point, you got to make the hard choices. Yeah, yeah. I don't ever want to make that choice, so I, <laughs> and I hope no one. I just let's just move on to the next. Yeah. Thing. <laughs> so now he lets go a couple of shots, right, real quick, and then he yeah. gets shot, and now Tommy comes, right? That, yeah. So no, well, he he. The the soldier guy shoots twice and yeah. obviously Joel gets hit because Joel yeah. drops Sarah, falls to the ground. He's I think, hit he's, on the I side. think he's trying to get out of the way or yeah. he's trying to move while he gets shot. And yep. so they kind of like looks like they maybe they fell down a little bit of a hill. Yeah. I'm not really yeah, too sure. Did. Yeah. Then the soldier comes up, like he's about to shoot him, then boom, Tommy comes out of nowhere, saves the day. Yep. He had just found a little bit more of a shortcut. Yeah, you know? uh, he went the long way. He they went, went the, the they way. went through the Johnny Rockets. Yeah, so, and then so, he had to move all the furniture yeah, around just to get because the soldier's there. about to shoot his brother. He finally, he kills him. Right, right. and now um, Joel's hurt, but not he's wounded, but not you know fatal. Yeah, it looks like it grazed him actually. Yeah, yeah, right. And and then Tommy's like, oh no, and they look over to Sarah. Heart, yeah. great scene. Um, the actress. Nico Parker did a great job in these yeah. first 35 minutes. Oh, she was phenomenal. Yeah. She was very good. And it, it was touching how they had her die. I yeah, mean, I, I can't stand seeing kids die on screen. Yeah. And even when I played the game when I played the game the first time, even when that happened, yeah. that was emotional. Yeah. And I even knew that this was gonna happen this time, and it still hit me. Yeah, Spo it was spoiler alert. Sarah literally dies in Joel's arms. He he's trying like she's breathing, you know, frantically, and he yeah. he shouts out 
like Tommy help me. And, and Tommy knows. He sees it because at that moment when he yells out, Tommy help me, yeah, she, she passes. She dies. And she he's dies. and he's sitting there trying to he's he's holding her stomach, you know, yeah. telling her, You're okay, you're okay, you're okay. He tries to move her. She doesn't even want to be moved. It's obviously extremely emotional. Yeah, it's 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 it is it's, tearjerker. And I know I talked about this when we did our first, you know, introduction episode yeah. um about how important it was gonna be for uh Joel for um um what's his name who pedro pascal yeah it was so important for him to nail that scene yeah i didn't say i didn't say what specific scene for the people that hadn't watched that haven't played the game didn't know what was going to happen yeah or but that was one, one that was one of the scenes that had to be nailed and he did such a phenomenal job yeah at that and, yeah. and yeah and so did uh what's her name playing sarah like nico both, parker yeah they she were both a, she was great really good you're gonna have to help me with names man no problem. i don't even know i know your, that's not your thing i don't even know yours <laughs> Max, no, <laughs> Daryl, <laughs> you know, yeah. Um, I, I'll butcher people's names if I don't pronounce it right, but at least I'll I'll give it. I'm a, gonna a, lean on you for that. The college try, right? But it was it was so good, and then obviously that relationship, or from that tragic tragic tragedy that happened to him, that plays a huge part in obviously events that unfold yeah. later on in following episodes. Yeah. So, so now, now we do a time jump. Yeah, time jump. 20 years. Yeah, and you get a general idea. Now you're going to see what kind of happened to that government yeah. that you were saying. You got to make those hard choices. Yeah. Maybe now I, Maybe I said that. I think one of the things I'm most um, um, excited to see with this show is how the landscape, because, you know, this is not a major spoiler. This is a trek across the United States, right? right. You see a lot of different areas, and, and right now... They fast forward, Joel, Tommy, and Sarah, they were in Austin, Texas, right? It, um, that and, and it was 2003. Now, to fast forward 20 years, it's 2023, and, right. and, and they show you Boston, and obviously a lot of overgrown vegetation. You see a child walking through, yeah. um, heading towards like a fortified Boston, walls up, you know, like walls of Jericho are up. Yeah, right? it looks like a you know they military, got they got a government military yeah. you know, protection and stuff. Yeah, it's a quarantine zone. Yep. The little girl goes in. She goes through, quote unquote, for my wife a triage kind of scenario right. where you know they ask her some questions. Where'd you get this scar? They 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 test her and they have this little handheld tester. It looks like a little scan gun. They click or prick you. And it goes red. Red is never good in anything, right? Yeah. And then the the female soldier that's you yeah, know interviewing interviewing her says, "Oh, like she, you can sense that she goes into comfort mode. She did. Yeah. She she wants to ease her. I feel passing. like this isn't the first time this has happened to her. Of course, she's had to do this multiple times. So she kind of mm -hmm. has a routine in her head where I'm going to comfort this person because I know this is going to be the last thing that this person's ever going to see is going to be my face. So yeah. I'm going to make sure that they... Another soldier comes and gives her a shot, shot? euthanizes her pretty much. I'm assuming yeah. that's how they're doing it. Well, we assume it, yeah. And then, you know, fast forward into the next scene, you see all you see a bunch of people just dropping bodies in this giant bonfire. Yeah, bu burning uh, bodies. Giant cremation going on. And then all of a sudden, new, uh, another truck shows up, opens the back door, and then there's... A woman. A woman. A woman's there to to grab a body, and mm -hmm. then you know, she she can't do it. So she looks to her partner. It turns out to be Joel. It's the first yeah. time we see Joel twenty years later, and it's that kid. Yeah. And Joel. Joel has to pick up that kid. Yeah. And throw that kid into the fire. And he does it kind of extremely cold, like he was throwing out garbage, like no emotion. Obviously, the girl can't throw a child's body into the fire. Right. But he just picks up the body 
and he walks over just drops it in so right off the bat you realize oh joel's obviously a changed man right he's absolutely a changed man i don't know how you wouldn't be a changed man after that yeah yeah, yeah. your daughter dies in your hands in your arms and you get to you or you see all that stuff happen like you see the life go out there's no way you'd be the same person and any i i don't know how you would have any emotional connection after that with anybody else and the job he's doing he's literally burning bodies like it's not the the most ideal job you want in a apocalyptic world right Right. and then he goes on a line to get i guess next day's work and again he's picking doing the crappiest jobs he's gonna go to make the the most sewers to get the most money he doesn't give a damn anymore he's like well uh, he's on a mission like well we find out later he's trying to gather all that all up that gather all that money up because he has a another agenda yeah which is you know he's got he's trying to find his brother trying to get his brother he knows his brother's in trouble yeah he needs the money to go yeah. Help him. He, he then you see him walking away, and they're doing like a public execution for people who've broken either curfew or they've left the wall or whatever. Yeah. They, uh, people that left the wall came back, and then other people. That, yeah, other people. Well, what, you know, what, it's, what kind of world is this, man? Hey, those people that could bring the virus in, and then shit happens. So again, you see the the cold and rough government of Frida that 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 that's installed here. Right. That like if you leave the quarantine zone. It's punishable by death. Hey, don't make me don't make me pick a side, Max. Don't make me pick a side. <laughs> that's that's pretty rough. I mean, it's 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 rough. It's it's rough for sure. At the same time, seeing all this stuff, I wouldn't want to go outside the walls. Yeah, right. And we, we start seeing inklings. You see a lot of graffiti, of firefly um, things, com- comments uh, uh, written in graffiti. If you, um, yeah, something like go towards the light or yeah, the light will be there yeah, for you. Yeah, when you're lost in the darkness, head towards the light yeah. kind of thing, right? Yeah. And Joel has a meeting with a shady military officer. They're like exchanging cigarettes and information. Cigarettes, and pills. Pills yep. and stuff for, and he's gathering information and things for like a job kind of situation, right? Yeah. And he warns him, do not Try to stay off the streets at night because the 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 fireflies, the rebellion, yeah. are, are have been very active. So they're they're the military is basically shooting sight on scene at yeah. night because they, they don't want any more drama with them, right? Right. So so he he finishes having this meeting. He now he goes to I guess his home. Yeah, he goes to his apartment. Yeah, has a stash hidden in, in the floorboards. He you know literally takes some stuff out, puts stuff in. Alcohol, pills, bed. This is a broken man, obviously, right? Yeah, this is when, you know, you're, he's at that point in his life where sleep time is the best time. Yeah. You know, you get to shut down your mind, shut down all the bad, all the, all the bad, you know, memories yeah. and just sleep it off. Yeah. So now Joel's point of view, he's, 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 he's there. And in this time frame, we get a glimpse of Ellie. She's locked up in some chains. Someone walks in, gives her an administrator a test, like a counting test, count to 10 slowly. And, you know, she does it extremely sarcastically and and yells out, like, you guys can't hold me here. Um, someone's going to come for me kind of thing. And then you just leave it like that. Just a little glimpse of her. Right. right? Now we, we, we we're introduced to Tess. She's in a chair. She's kind of got a, a black eye, bloodied up, and she's talking to a, a shady character she obviously does business with. Her goons roughed her up for a battery, I guess. She was buying a battery from this shady character. Right. Um, was it Robert? I, I believe it was Robert. I think it was Robert, yeah. And Robert 
It's not going to matter. You would think Robert has hand, right? Like he he has her. Two goons are standing behind, and he's literally scared. He's, he's trying scared. to convince her to, and apologizing for the goons roughing her up because she's afraid of her he's, man. He's afraid of her. Yeah, yeah, he's, <laughs> his, yeah. He uh, Joel's his girl, or Joel is her boyfriend. Yeah. And apparently, Joel has a reputation. Yeah. for violence, a lot of violence. You know, so so she's literally like, listen. I promise you, let's just walk away. I'll, I'll I'll convince Joel not to retaliate on you, kind of situation. Like right. like she's trying to calm it down. And as as this is unfolding, an explosion happens, kills the the chumps behind her. Right. You don't see where Robert goes. He he was like kind of off to the side of where the explosion. Yeah, I didn't was. I didn't pick that up. I th- yeah, he was kind of like I, in a hallway in in, in like a a. a, a, a like an archway. Yeah, we can look at when we rewatch it. We'll see where, where exactly no, he was. You're right. I mean, I I didn't put two and two together the first time I saw it. He was pacing back and forth. Yeah, but when she when he look when she looks at the chair on the ground for yeah. some reason I don't know why I was thinking that he was she was there. she was thinking that she was sitting in that chair yeah. and that the explosion could have killed her. Yeah, but you're right. I read that scene completely wrong. Yeah. So now she she climbs out of that brownstone that they were in it looked like they were in the basement and she sees it was a military vehicle that got um destroyed it got bombed yeah bombed she hits around the corner and she sees the military running there's a firefly sniper shooting from a building and then she mistakenly gets um kind of arrested because yeah. they they don't know if she's involved right right she keeps yelling i'm not with the re- i'm not a firefly yeah doesn't matter now fast forward it's night joel's still in bed she finally comes in she comes home. Lays in bed. Joel wakes up. She's making breakfast. Yep. Now he sees her face. Yeah. Like jacked up. And, you know, he's already hot. Yeah. Like you can see he really is. He has a temper issue, right? He's hot. And she's like explained to her it was it was the teenager's goons, but it was Robert's goons. And the battery he we were buying for him to obviously power a truck so they can leave. To go find Tommy. To go find Tommy. She sold it. He sold it to somebody else. Yeah. So, so now they're going to go find out who he sold it to so they can go s- s- get it back. Right. Right. Let's not forget, though, she's telling him to be calm. Yeah. You can't go out there. Yeah. Like a lunatic. Yeah. You have to. So obviously he's. He's a muscle. He's known for, you know, yeah. kicking some ass and taking some names yeah. later. Yeah. So, but he, she doesn't want him to scare anybody away. Yeah. So. He's got to go out there in a nice, calmly manner while she can go have conversations with other people yeah. to go find out where Robert is or yeah. who Robert sold the battery to, yeah. which that's actually what she ends up finding out. So then they can go get that battery. Yeah. And it, I, I'm not sure if it was before he went to bed or during this day. You see Joel actually go to a, a place where I guess people are sending messages to their loved ones through the radio or through transistor. Yeah, that is important. She, yeah. she talks to he talks that, to the guys to see if Tommy has responded to, and he hasn't. Yeah. So, you know, he's a little worried, and he finds out where's the satellite station, yeah. and it's in Wyoming, and he gets the address from her. It actually was before, because when he before he has his, his alcohol it was pill before. session. It was before. He's, you see him mapping out a course after he takes his drinks, he's mapping out a course from Boston to Wyoming yeah. kind of yeah. thing, well, right? He pounds three drinks, pounds some pills, and then he falls asleep. Well, yeah. that, but while he's doing there. that, that's what he's doing. He's, tra- yeah, he's doing the math. And that is that. very important because yeah. obviously later on he's got an agenda. Yeah, so you see he still cares for his brother, obviously, and he's worried for his brother. Sure. Still is probably his only family left in sure. this crazy world, 20 years, right? Right. So now you see Tess negotiating with somebody and she finds out 
where he sold the battery to. Yeah, so now you get to see their little little adventure to get there. Yeah. They end up going through an abandoned, uh, abandoned I don't know, building. Yeah, go uh, to a sewer. Yeah, they go to a... Uh, did they go through a sewer? Yeah, they, briefly. Yeah. Anyways, they, they end up in some room. They actually see... Uh, oh, gross. Um, I guess a person that was exposed to the fungus. Yeah. But I guess you get to see what happens... It's part of the scenery. Yeah, so it's not like, you know, it's not like zombies and, yeah. you know, Walking Dead or any of the other stuff where they just keep going forever. Yeah. These um, infected actually end up at some point, they end up dying. Yeah. And then they just kind of like imprint themselves into yeah, the walls. Like yeah, like he was part of the wall. It's part of the scenery, yeah. And I guess the- Decoration. The, I don't know if the fungus is still alive a uh, part of the wall. It didn't or... seem like they were worried about it because they yeah. got really close to it. Yeah, so, they and, did. That, and I thought that was a little weird. Yeah. You would think- or. They just know more than we do. Let's yeah, just say at that. this point, yeah. right? So yeah. they go through. <laughs> it's funny. They're now they're climbing through this the back end of a building, like the inside wall, and he's right. commenting about you know the structure and how they were building it, you know things in the eighties. So the old Joel is still somewhere in there, right? And she makes a joke about. She makes a joke about you know it's like uh, um, home improvement by Joel kind of situ- kind of thing, right? So uh, they finally get to where they're going and she's like here's the doorway to get in but she can't like open it up right and then he's like i smell gunpowder and then blood comes in underneath the door the door she they finally push open the door and they're in a hall the hallway of the firefight building yeah where ellie's being held. where ellie's being held yeah and robert has a bullet in his head He's on the floor, and some of his goons are dead, and some of the other fireflies are also dead in the hallway. It was right. obviously a gunfight. And then they sh- she finds the battery. It turns out the battery was dead anyways. Yeah. So he was trying to sell another battery, or he, sh- he was trying to sell the same battery that was dead to somebody else. Yeah. Now, before this happened, we kind of skipped this part, we are introduced to Marlene, who's the leader of the Firefly Resistance in Boston. Important character. A very important character. And... You know, her her lieutenants are questioning what they're doing right now. Um, and she basically explains to them that she's getting the government to, to be in one area so they're not where they are so they can all escape tonight. They're all leaving yeah. the quarantine zone that night. And their main mission is to take Ellie, Ellie. out of quarantine and yeah. take her to another destination. Exactly. And then, but you she still has don't a know, you still, yeah. but you still don't know why. You don't know why. Yeah. And Marlene actually has a conversation with Ellie, um, where she obviously explains to her, like she says, like I, 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 obviously she's known her for her whole life because we, she's like I grew up in you know the military foster care situ- kind of thing, and she's like I'm the one that put you there. She knew her real name because. Ellie was giving them a fake name. I think it was like Veronica or, or Vicky or something like that. Right? Yeah, yeah. Right? So she she obviously... So Ellie realizes that Marlene knows a lot about her. Right. Doesn't know why she knows a lot about her. She she jokingly says, are you my mother? Right? She's like, do I look like your mother? Right. <laughs> I'm like, no, right? So um, she basically tells her, like, obviously there's, there's something bigger in play, right. but we don't see what that conversation is. Friends, right. How, how old do you, how old is Ellie supposed to be? I think she's like 14, 13, 14. So 14. So um she didn't say how old she was when she got put into that foster care. She system. did. She says as a baby, she's like, I was put in there so very young. So Marlene says that she, says that she put her there to she protect her because it was the yeah. safest place to put her. Yeah. So because that foster care is where they train them to be soldiers. Right. But 
do you think that she knew as she um like did you think do you think that she knew how special ellie was when she was a baby that's the reason why she put her there or was there some kind of a family connection i actually don't remember that part yeah well well at this point we don't even know why we still don't we don't know know why why we will find out at some point but why she's special but to know that when she was a baby seems a little far-fetched yeah i mean there's something else i can't remember which is good I'm glad I, I do things. remember, but let's let Good. it unfold naturally. Keep it to as, yourself. As then. the episode, no spoilers, no deep, no long-term spoilers here, right? right? Only the episode recap this time around. Right. So, so let's. So we've had this point now. So now let's jump back to you know they they enter the hallways, see yeah. all the dead bodies. All these characters are now converging. Right? Yeah. So now you got Joel, and then you have um, Tessa. Uh, Tessa, Tess. they're in a hall or Tess. They're in a hallway with Marlene, and then I can't remember her second in command's name. Yeah. Um, well, she's, but uh, she's got Kim, her ear, she got her ear shot off. Yeah, Kim got her ear shot great. off. So they're having a, a, a conversation. You know, no one's trying to shoot each other. They're, they're, Ellie jumps out of the room with Ellie a knife. Ellie jumps out of the room with a knife. Joel, this is the first time that Joel sees Ellie. Yeah, and you know, he flings you know, her ta- to the wall. Takes her down real fast. Takes the knife, steps on it, and yeah. you know, they have a little bit of words and exchange. Yeah, and you know, somehow in that entire scene in the hallway, Joel and Tess get commissioned yeah. to take, you know, Ellie. Yeah, because Marlene's shot. The Marlene's shot. She's not going anywhere. Their whole crew's dead. Yeah. And then you've got, you know, missing ear Kim. Yeah. She's not going anywhere. Nope. So they make a deal. And the federalities are on their way. Right. You know, so right. it's so, like, yes. we gotta, we, you, you gotta take her now. Yeah, you gotta take her now. So it basically says, if you take her to this destination, yeah. then while, when you get there, my people will have a truck. Mm-hmm. Fully fueled up, ready to go, so you can go find your brother Tommy. Because they know yeah. they're monitoring the, they're monitoring the airwaves. They know that Joel's trying to get to Tommy. Yeah. Hey, we can get you there, but first you got to do us this favor. You got to take her out of quarantine to the destination. Yeah. They talk about it for a second, realize, hey, that's really their best option. It's not a bad deal. And then we're they're on the move. Yeah. Now they you fast forward and they bring Ellie to Joel's. And Tessa's place. Yeah. Joel and Tessa are outside. They're having a conversation. Ellie, as a typical teenager, curious, Snoops. starts snooping around, finds yep. a book yep. of top songs, I guess, of, of all time. And she finds a piece of paper. It's like a code thing. Um, we'll, we'll talk about it more um, on Wednesday. Yeah. It, it says BF, and we got to have to freeze frame and see exactly what everything said. But there was a big X next to 80s. Well, it was... Uh... You remember it? Yeah, 60. Oh, you're about to get a lot of points I, th- here? I think so. 60, everything's okay. Mm-hmm. 70. Uh, uh, you got I'm one. not I'll sure, give you a point. but 80, there's an X. Yeah. And so she doesn't know what the X means. Yeah. When Joel comes in, Joel's mad that she's going through his stuff. Yeah. She asks him, what, is, what does 80's X mean? And he doesn't respond. He just you know lays down on the couch like he's taking a nap. She gets mad. What are you doing? Hey, I'm just trying to kill some time. Yeah. And then passes out. It's not time for the extraction yet. Not yet. And yeah. then- little bit of a time jump. All of a sudden, it's night. Wakes up, yeah. and she says that you're mumbling in your sleep. By the way, the radio came on. Yeah, what song played? I don't know. Some song from the '80s. Yeah, do you remember the song? Uh, Wake me up before, before you go, go go. Yeah, a little, a little. Um, what was that movie? The the models. Uh, Ben Stiller. No, Zoolander. No, no song actually came on. No, but that's what she hummed to him. Oh, is that what she hummed? Yeah, oh, she's man. like she she played dumb. Like, oh, some song came on. It was like, wake me up before you. Go, go. I didn't catch another point uh, for you, man, man. 
that's why we do a recap. We rewatch and we go in depth in in episode two or not episode two, but you we're know, doing Wednesday the podcast. important things for you, listener, so yeah. that way <laughs> you feel so like now you have all so the now knowledge. Joel reacts to that negatively, and she's like, "Code is broken. Eighties means bad. Yeah, right. Something's bad, but it's all obviously it's fake. She just." playing with him to try to figure it out. So she's yeah. pretty clever on her own right there, right? Yeah, she's clever. Yeah. So now they're starting their trek through to get out of the quarantine zone, the three of them, Tess, Joel, and Ellie. Yeah, and so it looks like they go through like a little sewer section. Yeah. And next thing you know, they're on the other side. Yeah. It, pretty quickly, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They get outside. So here's... They obviously have done it more before because yeah, well, they don't want to get caught because you see what happens to get caught earlier. They get hung. So two things. So two things bother me with this scene. Right off the bat, she sta- or Ellie stands up like, yeah. oh my God, this is the first, time, I- this is the first time I've been outside the wall where you would think before they got outside, they would have said, hey, when we get outside, stay, down. stay low. They've got searchlights. Yeah. We don't want to be found out. Snipers. So that's mistake number one. Yeah. Mistake number two is when they come out this corner, there's clearly a guy pissing on the wall. Yeah. Clearly. And neither one of them look left. You'd think that someone would look yeah, and first make sure everything's see. clear. Before, But they all just kind of stumble out like they just left the club. Like, oh, here we go. Still don't see the guy and continue to walk. Yeah. And then, you know, the guy zips up his pants, turns around, grabs his gun, says, hey. And conveniently. Could have been totally avoided. Easily avoided. If someone would have just looked left. I mean that that just bothered me. That I'm sorry. soldier, conveniently, he's he, he he's dubbed as Lee. Um, the 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 character is called Lee. Is the shady officer that Joel was doing business with, and yeah. So right off the bat, they're like, "Hey, let's calm down." And he he Lee, the officer, he's kind of like, "I told you guys not to be out here. Now I have to go by the book, quote unquote." Right. Right. And they're like negotiating with him, like, "Listen, we're doing this run." We're gonna we'll split it with you fifty percent. Then it, it, it escalates. The guy's like, get on your knees. He's gonna test them to see if they're infected. He's yep. like, I gotta do this by the book. Hits test. She's green. Hits Joel. She's gr- he's green. Gets to Ellie. Scans her. She freaks she, out. Yeah. She grabs her knife. Stabs him. Almost like almost. Where did he stab her? The thigh. It was the thigh. It uh, was. I mean, it was the side of the thigh. It close. wasn't in there. It wasn't pretty close there. to the jewels, man. <laughs> so now. Now, um, he pu- pops up, points the gun at him, at Joel, the light, the same gun with the light, and he has, like, a moment right there. He's envisioning the scenario with his daughter, yep. and he loses his ish. I mean, he jumps on him, and he starts pounding his face in, like, like he's punching him um, um, Jon Snow, Ramsey Bolton style, like, just pounding his face in. Kills a guy. Yeah, and Ellie has this, we don't know for sure, I'm assuming. Well, we haven't seen it yet. But Ellie has this weird look on her face, like yeah. she's kind of, yeah, yeah, good good for you. Not yeah. like, not, she doesn't She's look, intrigued she, by it. She walks closer and she, like to get a better view. Yeah, she doesn't look horrified at all. No, she she actually like walks towards the side. That's a very good uh, catch by you. Point right there. Boom. She, she walks like into a better line of sight so she can view him pounding this guy's face in yeah and while this is happening he finally gets up he's kind of like sh- sort of shocked what he just did right and tessa picks up the scanner and it's freaking red 
Yeah. She's now spazzing out. She's yeah. like, Joel, look at this, look at this. What the hell? She's and infected, yeah. Yeah, Ellie's like, no, no, no. And now she finally pulls up her arm, shows that she's been bitten, and it's like- it's Fully like, healed. Fully healed. Yeah. She's like, I was bitten three weeks ago, and you usually turn, I think she said in a day or two, yeah. and I haven't turned three weeks. Right. You know, and Joel's still kind of trying to grasp what, what he, just, he just did. Yeah. Tessa's freaking out, and they got to go because, you know- the, the military is 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 approaching right and they, they they get through a fence and straight to black episode one not in the books. no not straight to black then, what happened? then you see inside joel's apartment the radio does go oh, on excellent and I then it does play an 80s song it was depeche mo yeah and what was the name of the song what was the song i told you what the name of the song was i kind of forgot the name of the song bro you didn't remember you don't remember the name of the song no <laughs> I don't remember either. Hold on. I, I had it saved on my uh, Shazam. I should have known it. And You I, know, I never heard of the bank. It's Never Let Me Down Again. That's the name of the song. Yeah, and it came out in 86 that we discovered, right? It was actually 1987. Came out. Whatever. Anyways, <laughs> anyways so, so it ends like that. So uh, now we know that they're- That's trouble. They're going to where trouble is. Joel yeah. or uh, Tom, Tommy's in- I, We're assuming They that, show you the city, actually. They show you like the buildings, thunder, and then it cuts, cuts to black. Yeah. I want my point back. <laughs> sure, whatever. All right, well, look, overall- Great I first episode, it was 90 a, minutes. It, it was definitely, it was probably, I would say, one of the top, I guess we can call it a pilot- even though yeah, we know, first, like, episode, like first yeah. episode of pretty much it's up there with the top series that I can think yeah, of. It was, it was a, great a very, it, it felt like a movie. It was, a, and it was yeah. 90 minutes. Um, it didn't quite give you the closure you would hope a movie would get because it's a television show. Yeah. It wants you to, you know, tune in for Come the next episode, next but the production was great. The atmosphere was great. The acting was great. Music's, the directing was great. Music was phenomenal. And you know, a lot of times when you get a new show, first episode, I hate when shows, you know, bombard you with a ton of characters and a ton of names. This one kind of didn't do too much of that. Like yeah. game, like for example, Game of Thrones episode one. There's like 50 characters they're throwing at you, and you're like, who, who the hell is this, that, and the third? Right? You got to rewatch it four times to get everybody well, on the thing. Yeah. Well, right? Game of Thrones, I couldn't watch weekly. I couldn't yeah. do it. I had to wait until <laughs> all the episodes from that season were done. Yeah. So I could binge watch it. Yeah. So that way, like things cause, connected because things that would happen in like the second episode. Yeah. They wouldn't even get back to it till like the fourth episode. Yeah. Or the fifth episode you would by forget the time, it by the time a month had passed yeah. <laughs> what i don't even who's this guy i have no idea yeah so many characters but they had they had a good amount of characters um but uh there were a lot the the, the core characters were prevalent a lot and then there was just a bunch of little ancillary characters that you didn't really need to know their names because yeah. half of them die well you know in a nutshell solid first episode solid first episode every everything i was hoping that would happen as far as the acting, yeah. the um, character development, uh, Very the relationships. I mean, yeah. we haven't still seen that Joel and Ellie relationship yet because it's starting off fairly new. But the relationship that you saw with his daughter, yeah. Sarah, was so important and it was delivered so well. And I appreciated that. that. Fun, it, was, it was done great. If, they, you, if, you don't have an, if you didn't have an emotional connection to his daughter yeah. before she died, then... I don't want to know you. They spent the first 30 minutes, like we talked about, in her perspective. I know we'll talk more in depth than that. Yeah. But it was it, it created that that you have to understand his pain and his loss, right? So they, right. they spent time, you know, because you probably couldn't have done that in 60 minutes or 45 minutes. That's why this episode was 90 minutes, because they needed to dedicate the appropriate time 
for that. And I, I appreciated them for that. That's why it was, it was a great first episode. I can't was, wait to watch episode two. And I can't wait to do our second podcast on this on Wednesday where we go even in, more in depth uh, on this and we really dissect some of the things that we saw, some of the Easter eggs and um, yeah. all kinds of different things um, tying into the games, um, really more character a- analyzing, you know, um, performance by uh, Nico Parker. I think we're going to spend a little time on that because yeah. it was, it was, a, it was 30 minutes, but it was, it was a phenomenal 30 minutes and there was a lot in there that yeah, she... we definitely want to discuss, especially the dynamic between her and, Joel. Yeah, she did such a great job. She definitely deserves more time yeah. um, to be discussed and yeah. kind of dive into her. Like, yeah. I mean, I think we should, let's, I would like to look and see what else she has, what she's done in the past and yeah. what she's got coming up because, yeah. I mean, she did such a good job. Yeah. Such she, a good she job. She did. She did. And I definitely want to talk more about the government, um, ask ourselves some questions on what we would do. Um, uh, I, I definitely want to approach, you know, the stuff about if something like that happened, how would we react when it's time to, you know, with our families, right? Yeah. And then um, we, I mean, we, we need to do a deep dive on Joel uh, himself too, post, yeah. you know, the Sarah incident. Yeah. I, so I, all that on Wednesday. I love post-apocalyptic movies and shows and, and video games. I love it. I, I don't know what it is, but I just love it. And same. so I've already, I love to tell you my plan yeah. Yeah. because I've had the same plan for probably <laughs> 10 years. Yeah. And I would like to invite you into my plan. Oh, we, we can nice. talk about it well, later. We'll talk about it on Wednesday. Uh, thank you, everybody, for uh, tuning into this and listening to our, uh, I guess, our real first podcast yeah. of uh, The Last of Us. Yeah. And I hope you enjoyed what you're hearing. I hope you stick with us through this uh, show and future shows. And if you want to send us a message um, to, you know, point out some stuff that you saw in this episode, so maybe we'll yeah. bring it up into, into our podcast on Wednesday. Any comments, any anything, please, you know, Patreon. Yeah, go to Patreon, to Patreon and um, send us a message and we'll uh, yeah. try to discuss it. Once again, thank you so much. And um, information will be in the bottom of this episode um, for more. And if you hadn't gotten a chance um, to listen to our, we had a, an episode where we broke down the, the initial trailer where we did a little character um, bio breakdown. Yeah. Um, great piece before you um, listen to this episode or even watch the show so you can go back and listen to that but we'll be doing weekly episodes um, pretty much the night they drop we'll the recaps are going to be fresh in our minds because we're going to go right in right after we watch it yep. and then Wednesdays are will be our more in-depth and a- analyzing and, and feedback episodes so it was yeah. great yeah can't wait alright guys thank you so much and uh, hopefully See you'll hear from us soon yeah Bye. Intro music composed by Kyle Torme. Outro music and bed music composed by Jason Zaffrey. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Last of Us, a Rot Your Brain podcast. Subscribe to The Last of Us podcast feed at rotyourbrainmedia.com slash The Last of Us. Follow us on Twitter at rot underscore your brain and support Rot Your Brain Media and its podcast by being a part of this exciting new and growing community. Visit patreon.com slash rotyourbrainmedia.com.